Welcome to Backyard Matters, the only weekly podcast dedicated to the KCBS Backyard Competition Circuit and all things outdoor cooking. Here are your hosts, Zach Daughtry and Josh Hess. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Backyard Matters. I am Zach Daughtry of Breaking Slabs Barbecue, joined as always by my barbecue brother from another mother, Mr. Josh Hess of Hess Hogs 4. What's going on today, buddy? Not much. Just enjoying the beautiful weather we've had the past couple of days here in the good old St. Louis Metroplex area. Are you guys having the heat like we are over here in KC? Kind of. And then we had some storms Saturday. Then Sunday was okay. A little rain yesterday, a little rain today, but nothing bad. So, no, it's not been too yeah. excessive. I know this weekend, Oklahoma's calling for like 107 degrees Friday and Saturday. Oh, man, it's going to be miserable out there. But that's how Oklahoma does in July and August. Man, it is it is rough heat down there. It's kind of a drier heat, too. So it's going to be going to be a little bit of a test for us out there cooking in Tahlequah. Well, you know, it's just going to help my man tan. So I'm excited for it. <laughs> you and your, you're in your uh, really tanned feet. They are. <laughs> They're so tan, man. I got a call from some tanning salon wants me to be like a foot model for him. I was like, ah, it's hey, okay. well, we know how Alan is doing with the whole foot modeling and feet pics. So, hey, you might have it in there. He's probably the person who gave him my name, actually. That's a good point. That's that. I mean, you know, it's not trying to, to be trusted. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, what do you say we uh, jump into uh, team of the year standings just right out of the gate? There's been some movement, man. Yeah, I noticed that there was a, I think it'd be a good idea. Now this is as of August 1st. So it's first day of August and let's jump into chicken. Now that's just, that's just call it what it is. Maybe you've heard of them. We all know them. We all love them. Bourbon and blues barbecue is still in first place followed by. Yeah, I know. Right. You didn't expect that. Did you? Second place is furlong smoke and seafood. Third is red smoke barbecue. Fourth is compete barbecue team. Fifth is TNS Barbecue. Sixth, Brewski's Barbecue Competition Team. Seventh, I'm not familiar with this team. It's called Gold and Blue Barbecue. I've heard some good mm. things about them, but, uh, yeah. you know, they were at like a three person comp and got some points, it looks like. So shout out to oh. those guys. Then so we've got eighth. Yeah, we should probably hear from those guys. Eighth was Captain Blue Barbecue. Ninth was Big Racks Barbecue. And rounding it out, um, I think I know this guy. Smoke this, drink that, KC. You ever heard of him? I have. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations for all the change we had there. Jumping over to Ribs. Now, it's just going to blow your mind. Bourbon and Blues, first place for Ribs. Second place, our good friend, Mr. Alan Lemore, with that Bushlight Apple. Hopefully someone found it for him. He's yeah. in second. MRC Barbecue is third. Poor Boys Barbecue is fourth. Norala is fifth. Dog Patch is sixth. There's that thing again. This gold and blue barbecue. They're seventh. I wonder, like when they go to the casino and they go to the craps table, are they shooting seven? And you know what what that is? I don't know. Me, but congratulations to those guys. Yeah, we need to get that person on the line. Eighth yeah. place is uh. I saw a shirt at a comp. They said they knew Robert Jackson of Swine Alicious. Ninth uh-huh. is all shuck. Shout out to Lane. Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. And then tenth is Big Rex Barbecue. So that's our top hey. ten in backyard chicken and ribs. So congratulations, everyone. 
uh, on a strong season. Now, there's a few more months, right? We got August, September, mm-hmm. October. So we got 90 days. And uh, looking at a lot of comps, there's a lot of doubles coming up and a lot of rib burns. So I think we're going to see some more shakeup. Um, but congratulations, to everyone, where they're at right now. Let's talk about Lane a little bit. Let's talk about all shucks. Because he's been cooking for a couple years now. I mean, really, this season has been his first, I think, full season. Mm-hmm. And he has really put together some good cooks. He has. Um, he is very quietly one of the more consistent cooks in KCBS backyard. Uh, yeah, that's well said. Good guy. Really happy for him. Um, he just GC'd uh, this past he weekend. He did. That's in, right. In, in Miami. Yeah. That's right. And uh, he's been, man, like I said, uh, really had a chance to talk to him a lot at Osceola. And he's uh, he's really putting together a really strong season. Him and him and Jacob Watt with Smoke This, Drink That are really, I'm not going to say surprises. I think that's a little insulting, you know, a little pejorative. But uh, those two guys have really had strong seasons. And I look forward to seeing how they're going to do in this second half. And they're going to be, aren't they both at Tahlequah this weekend with us? Or is it just, uh, uh, I believe, I believe all shucks will be there, but smoke this drink that will not. I talked to him uh, yesterday and he said he was going to try to sneak down there, but he saw that it was going to be so hot that he was just like, forget it. I'm not going down to sit in 103 degree heat in Oklahoma. So mm. um, I'm going to probably see. Yeah. I'm going to see him in a few weeks. Uh, we decide we're going to cook payola, Kansas. Oh, okay. And um, I'm I'm gonna see him at Payola, but uh, but yeah, like I said, really, really strong. Well, that's cool to hear. Absolutely. Well, Josh, what do you say we take a quick commercial break to hear from our phenomenal sponsors, and we will be right back. At a young age, Nick Davis dreamed of owning a barbecue restaurant. Fast forward to today, and Nick has made that dream a reality. Located in beautiful Tahlequah, Oklahoma, Nick and his team at Double Barrel Barbecue serve up delicious smoked meats on a daily basis. So stop by their restaurant located at 2028 Mahaney Avenue in Tahlequah and get you some championship cue. Addicted to the Q is your one-stop location designed to show you how to step up your barbecue game. From your backyard to the competition trail, Addicted to the Q brings you weekly interviews from around the world of barbecue, and we're here to help. Subscribe on Facebook and YouTube at Addicted to the Q. Welcome back, everybody, to Backyard Matters. Josh, what do you say we bring on today's guest? Is it lucky number seven? It is lucky. Number seven. Oh my so gosh, today's this guest, is killing me. Today's guest out of God's country, the state of West Virginia, Mr. Travis Murphy with Gold and Blue Barbecue. Travis, what's going on today, bud? Hey, guys. Glad to be on the show tonight. Hey, thanks for joining Thank us, man. Absolutely. Thanks for, you know, thanks for coming on. Congratulations over this past week, and I saw you put a hurtin'. On some, uh, what comp was it that you were at? You just like take it first at everything? Yeah, that was Stars and Lines for us. That was at the uh, first inaugural Smoke on the Rails competition put on by Andrew Schaefer. That's awesome, man. First chicken, first ribs, and you got GC, right? Because you got first and first. Did it work out that way? Yeah, so Dad and I were trying to figure out how we can stop not getting reserves and actually get a grand, and I made the comment, I think the only way we're going to be able to do it is first each category. 
what we did. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it played I out. I was just about to say that. I swear. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. I think it, it bold, did, man. It worked out. Yeah. I would say yeah. it did, yeah. Now, I got to know, what do you cook on, man? So our primary smokers, we have two uh, two drums. Um, okay. Two drums we made. Okay. Um, so we, we primarily cook uh, chicken and ribs on them. If we do a third meat, we have a, a Green Mountain Grills Trek that we okay. run a pork program on. So. so cooking on the drums, and I'm guessing you're hot and fast, right? Absolutely. Isn't that the only way on drums? Well, that's what I've heard, but I've heard you run a little hotter than other people. You know, I remember when a, you and I were together in, uh, was it, um, wasn't it Nashville? Memphis? Nashville, Nashville. that's right. Yeah. yeah, you're over there. Fire department was actually watching for a controlled burn, and and uh, <laughs> you were running needles up, but like needles up. Yeah, we, still we, the... we tend to push them sometimes. Uh, funny story here. So this was a couple comps ago. We had left. We have access doors on the front of our drums. Okay. We, we had forgotten about one of them and left it a little crack, and I looked over. <laughs> first time, oh, no. First time I've ever seen a Thermalworks probe reading HHH. So that we closed it down. Lot. Yeah, so we closed it down, and after about twenty minutes, it finally started reading five ninety seven. Wow! So, but I tell you, hot, that drum looks hell. Great. Pretty much, but that drum held up fine. Looks fine. Paint looks perfect. So, hmm. yeah. my goodness, maybe my I goodness. need to have you build me a couple drums. Hey, we built them. The the guy that actually granted this past weekend here on day two runs drums we made for him. So our really? drums swept the competition. Yeah. Well, congratulations, no. man. Absolutely. Good to know. We're never going to help. Well, Travis, um, tell the audience and myself and Josh here a little bit about yourself and uh, your team out there in West Virginia. Yeah, so so we got started in 2008, kind of like a lot of people, um, watching Pitmasters, thought it looked like something fun. Um, 2008, we only did two competitions. 2019, I think we did five. Um, 2020, we hit it pretty hot and heavy. Um, I think we did seven. Then 2021 hit, and we just kind of lost our minds, and I think we hit 27 contests that year. Wow. So, yeah, we haven't done that again. I don't know if we will, but we're averaging mm-hmm. about 15 to 20 competitions a year. So, it's a good season. Yeah, it was fun. You know, the, the wife and her family hung out with us, and my wife's kind of competitive, so. About <laughs> yeah. I know how that goes. Ago, yeah. So about two years ago, she, uh, her and her dad decided to split off from us, and she now has her own team and competes against us at some competitions and goes out on her own. And Better Half Barbecue was born. So. Better Half, okay. Better Half. half. So, so it's fun when we go out and compete against each other, get the families involved, and good little in-house rivalry there. You know, yeah. speaking of families being involved, my daughter Emma, she has shared with me about a month ago, she's like, Dad, I want to start cooking backyard, you know but not helping you. I'm like, well, you don't help anyways, Emma. She's like, no, I mean it, dad. I'm like, okay. So I was able to, you know, find a drum when someone wasn't looking and I took it and uh, got her her drum and uh, I'm joking. I paid for it, I think. But uh, lying. yeah, I know I am. But anyways, uh, she has her first comp coming up there in Fairfield, Illinois, and her team name is Eras Q. And uh, I'm kind of nervous about going <laughs> up against her. I want her to do well. But I don't want her to beat me. Is that wrong? No, no I tell you, it's, it's one thing when your your daughter's doing it. Imagine your wife, because you want to root on her and you want her to win. But you also know if she beats you, how it's going to be when you get home. 
Well, let's be transparent. My wife beats me anyways. That's the only way she can keep him in line, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know, barbecue, whatever. (laughs) Beats him like a rented mule. Yeah. I get it 100%. I I mean, I'm my wife's biggest fan. There's nobody rooting harder for her at a competition, especially when we compete together than myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to sharing that experience with Emma. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, obviously I want her to do well. I just, uh, want her to do well enough to be one step behind maybe, <laughs> or she can win the whole thing. And that would be pretty cool. Where are y'all tying? She just beat you on a coin flip. Mm, I have, I always lose on those. I do too. I always, I think one time, one time I won once it was on a rib burn. Um, other than that, I'm just like, oh, coin flip, Mike, just give it to him. It's not going to go my way. It's just the way it works is what it is. Yep. I don't know if you know anything about Hess's daughter, Emma Travis, but I'm here to tell you, and this is dead serious. She can cook, right? Like she's good. Uh, she really held her own at the backyard Royal this year. Ended up, she was second. She was reserve. Josh, was yeah, that the way it worked out? Yeah, and the steak. Yeah, and the, and the steak. Yeah, she's a hell of a steak cook. She really is. I think she's going to make some noise. Just saying this, not because it's uh, it's Hess's daughter, but I think she's going to make some noise in SCA, really. I, tell you, yeah, I, honestly, think, I honestly think women are better cooks. I think they have a closer attention to detail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I, not wrong. I agree. My wife, I mean, it, I, you, I trust my wife's pout, and I trust my daughter Bailey's. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm at, if they happen to be at a comp with me, they try it. And if they say it's good, it's good. If they say it's not good, I'm like, what do I do? You know? And then I, I do what I can to make it, you know, standard to them. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That's, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. So let's do this because I know I've got a bunch of questions for you. What do you say we go to our commercial breaks access not good here from our sponsor yeah, and i can just yeah. i can do what i do you know i'm good at interrogating people and we're just gonna oh, dive right in you know and it. i got a notepad because i mm-hmm. like to shake i like to write down a lot of words and um yeah. sometimes it helps me and sometimes i'm like i think they just mess with me but let's take a yeah. quick commercial break and we'll be right back Susie Bullock founded Hey Grill Hey in 2015 with one goal in mind, to make you a backyard hero. Susie and her husband, Todd, run a family-owned business that includes a line of signature barbecue rubs, sauces, and gadgets. Check them out on all things social at Hey Grill Hey or their website for your shopping needs at heygrillhay.com. Become a member of the Grill Squad today. Supporting small business and shopping local and American Fire Barbecue and Grilling Supply means you're not just a customer, you're family. This family-run business is dedicated to providing exceptional customer service and amazing products for barbecue lovers of all levels. Not only does shopping local support small businesses, it also strengthens the local community. Head on over to American Fire Barbecue in Lee Summit, Missouri for the best barbecue grilling products around. And yes, we have shipping available. Be sure to check out our website at AmericanFireBarbecue.com. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We're hanging out here with Gold and Blue Barbecue. And I got to know, I know you cook KCBS circuit, but what other circuits do you cook? What, what, what's your role in those other circuits? Uh, really, we stick with KCBS. Um, there's not a whole lot out here. We don't have like the uh, St. Louis Barbecue Society sanctioned events. You know, we're not close to Texas for those things. 
Um, and we're kind of a little far north for MBN. So really the only other thing we have is SCA. And we've dabbled in that a little bit. But I tell you, I, I really want the uh, Pizza Cook-Off Association to kick off a little bit. Yes. They, they, do, a lot awesome? of, they do a lot of events up this way. I just have yet, yet to make one. So I really want to kind of dabble in a couple of those next year. Same. We were just talking about that in Oklahoma when I went down to the chicken fried class at Cosmos mm-hmm. this weekend. We were, we were talking about uh, that pizza cook-off because I guess it started out in Alabama. And it's kind mm-hmm. of starting to kind of work its way um, into the mid-Atlantic and maybe the upper south and midwest. And I I think it'd be a really cool thing to try out. Yeah, there this year I think there was, there was like five events within like a two-hour drive for me. But oh, wow. So, so I wonder how year. you would judge that. I've kind of looked into it. it. It it's I think it's like everybody gets like a slice. Okay. And you just it's, it was it's started by a it was started by Randy Bigler of KCBS. Was it? Or he had an integral role in getting it started. I don't know if he himself was the one who began it, but I know that he was involved in it in one way, shape, or form. And mm-hmm. um it might be KCBS judging standards for all I know, or a, I remember you know. it's very similar. It's not exact, but it's very similar. So I could just why. see myself like that barstool sports guy. It's like everyone knows the rules. One bite, mm-hmm. and one I'm bite. How it is? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do this, Zach. That's not a bad hey, idea. Hey, I'm a, I'm for it, man. Yeah, yeah some Domino's pizza. Yeah, but that's about it. There is a uh, there is a smoke on the mountain in Galax, Virginia. That's a dual sanctioned event. It's KCBS and NBN, but that's the weekend right before one of our big events we always do. So with the family, it's just tough to do two weekends back to back. So we haven't done that one. So. Now you said MBN. Yep. So what what's that look like from you know what you're turning in timelines things like that? So I've never dabbled in it, but they can do like pork shoulder, whole hog, um, ribs, oh. and I don't know how that works with dual sanctioning. I know it, I think. I think it's ribs and maybe chicken. Something lines up at the same time for the dual sanctioned event. And okay. there are teams that will cook both both sanctioning bodies event at that competition. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. That, that would take a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a big event. Um, you know, Tuffy's there, Myron's there. All the big names are there from NBN. Sure. Um, and they're all there cooking both sanctioning bodies. So it's it's a big one. The trophies are fiddles and guitars. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Zach, we got to put that on our bucket list, man. You're an NBN? Yeah. I've always wanted to dabble in it. I mean, I usually can talk my way in and out of any situation. So I think that's one, you know, because they do the on-site judging with. So NBN, for those of you who don't know, is Memphis Barbecue Network. Okay. And the the big difference considered to K, you know, compared to KCBS, let's say, is that NBN is on-site judging. And so they come to your spot and people, you know, like Myron Mixon, uh, Melissa Cookston, all you know, all the people who do NBN, Heath Riles, they put on a show, you know, and they bring them to their to their trailer and they say, you know, this is how I cook these ribs. This is, you know, the process. This is the wood I use. These are the rubs I use. This is the sauce I use. This is, you know, my great 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 grandmother's recipe or you know whatever. And they put on it's a dog and pony show, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but it absolutely is. Um, and the people that I've kind of understood that can really are showmen. Um, who can really talk themselves up, have confidence, can really help their cause. Not that they're not bad cooks, but it definitely, you know, when you turn it into a KCPS judge, it's out of your hands. You know, you can't talk your way 
into a better score, right? right. It, you have to leave it all right there in that one bite. MBN is different. And I have, uh, for the longest time, thought that would be a really cool thing to try out just to see if I could, you know, do well at it. Mm, absolutely. Well, Travis, I just sent you a text and uh, we need to figure out, the three of us need to uh, do an MBN together. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Work, out, work out something here in the near future. Yeah, I'll do the talking. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. well, no, I know you will. It's dry. It was supposed to be dry. Didn't you know better? <laughs> so I put ketchup on it. What of it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying you don't like puppies? <laughs> oh, gosh. Zach, I'm off track. You got to get us back on track, man. So, Travis, I know that you are involved with the Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role in that organization and uh, what you guys have done out there in the Mid-Atlantic region in the backyard circuit uh, specifically? Yeah, so a few years ago, um, I guess 2021, 2022, um, Chris Traver, who is is a very big name in the Mid-Atlantic region for backyard support, Yep. I've reached out to myself and Steve Dotson about really focusing on growing the backyard scene. Mm-hmm. Um, we had started getting a really good core group of individuals that were traveling to every backyard comp that we could find in the region. So it just seemed natural to kind of get that group together, um, try to grow it, bring more backyard teams in. Um, so it all started with the Facebook page. Um, Mid-Atlantic Backyard Barbecue started that up, just started inviting teams. Um, anytime we went to a comp, there was a new team, you know, told them about it, tried to keep them coming back. Um, started working a little bit with the Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association with it. Um, and some of us were already members of the Mid-Atlantic back or Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association. Um, but they didn't have any programs for backyard teams. It was all just master series team of the year. So we worked with them, um, and they kind of, kind of worked with us and we ended up putting a backyard team of the year points chase together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't through any sanctioning body. It wasn't through any organization. It was just strictly through that Facebook page. Okay. Uh, we had an actual website where people could log in, track the points, kind of sign up for it. We all pitched in like 10 bucks. At the end of the year, the winner got some awards. I think we gave out awards to the top three teams of the year. So really, I kind of feel like we were one of the first organizations outside of Alabama at that time to really do something for backyard, especially, especially with a team of the year. Um, and you know, people love that organizers were getting on board because that was right. Kind of right when the beginning of COVID hit. So a lot of competitions were starting to fall down and we had some organizers step up and do backyard only competitions in that fall just so we could get enough, um, competitions to actually make a good points chase. So it was cool seeing the team step up into it, but then you had the organizers kind of realizing, Hey, these backyard guys are having a blast. They're traveling. They're coming out. They're really promoting the sport. Let's get behind them. Let's throw them a backyard-only event in the fall so that they can, you know, make the most of what they're trying to do. Um, Sure. Long story short, you know, Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association thought it was a good thing. They ended up adopting the program. Um, So now that they adopted it, the Mid-Atlantic has a backyard team of the year. Points Chase. So that's bringing in a lot of backyard teams into that organization. Um, since then, they've adopted stake team of the year. So they're doing stake 
team of the year points chases. So it was That's a very cool. good thing, and it set a precedent. Um, but it also, I think, helped raise awareness to other regions. Um, of course, you guys in the Midwest, Ryan Kane reached out to us. Thought what we did was cool. He wanted to kind of do the same yeah. thing. Yep. So we kind of helped set up the uh, the Backyard Matters Facebook page with him and helped grow the, mid, the uh, Midwest out there. And I tell you, the growth you all have seen out there has just completely gone through the roof in the short amount of time that it has. Yeah, that's um, that that has been I I wouldn't say surprised. I think we always kind of felt like we would if we just put something out there that we would start to grow. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we do um, we we have a debt of gratitude to you and Maba because um, I can remember when Ryan was on your show, and I remember that kind of, I remember watching that interview and thinking, okay, you go, can we do something? like what MABA or Bama Q is doing like in the Midwest, you know, what can we do? Because, you know, last couple of years uh, we were seeing comps of like four teams, five teams, six teams. It was sad. And really in the last year, especially this season, man, we're having 15, 16, 20 team comps on, on the regular, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been a beautiful thing. And uh, no, so we do, you know, like I said, on, on behalf of the, not that we're the representatives of the Midwest here, but uh, we do appreciate the support of that MABA has given us um, to kind of f- show some initiative for backyard across the country. And then we just kind of took and ran with it here in the Midwest. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you, I think one of the biggest key moments, and I like to think of it as a turning point for backyard growth, was the first year the KCBS did a backyard invitational. You know, I think yeah. Mid Atlantic had 22 backyard teams that traveled. Maya to Kansas and I'll never forget because I didn't get a I didn't get an invite so I stayed home but watching the lives you know they were calling the backyard awards and that whole place was just erupting with the mid-Atlantic backyard teams hooping and hollering for one another and I'll never forget there was pro teams that you ever heard on the feed talking about how awesome it was seeing that kind of camaraderie coming out of the sport and that they wished that they had it and I don't know how it is in your all's region but ever since then I feel like that's grown exponentially in our region you're seeing it a lot more not just in backyard but through the pro series the backyard the stake there seems to be more of a camaraderie and people trying to push one another to be better working together to be better not just for themselves but for some region pride yeah yeah we're starting we're starting to see it um it's getting better um we we've noticed in the last couple of years there is more masters attention being paid to backyard uh, KCBS is certainly really taking note of it. And, um, I am proud to say that we are growing by leaps and bounds. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see where we're going to be in five, 10 years. Well, Josh, what do you say we take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors? Sounds good. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break here to hear from our sponsors. And on the other side of this break, we're going to finish up the conversation today with Travis Murphy of golden blue barbecue. We'll be right back. Corny Meat Processing, a family-owned business, has provided exceptional quality meat since 1969. Located in Highland, Illinois, Cordy takes care of their customers from backyard cooks to world champion pitmasters. Did we mention they offer shipping? Stop in today or visit their website at CordyMeats.com and shop the best meat around. 
Barbecue is about both science and art. To leave your mark, you need to share your art. Since 2020, Mad Meat Barbecue has provided championship-winning rubs and sauces for all your competition and backyard cooking needs. Their new paltry primer has taken the barbecue world by storm and changed the game. So become a member of the winner's circle by checking out these great products at therealmanmeatbarbecue.com. And don't forget to hit it with Homestyle. Welcome back, everyone, to Backyard Matters. Finishing up the conversation today with Travis Murphy of Golden Blue Barbecue. So, Travis, we've been kind of touching on the backyard here, right? You know, we're all involved in it. Me, Josh, you, lots of other teams. It's growing all the time. Give us your take on the, so to speak, uh, state of the union. You know, the the state of backyard within KCBS, where it currently is, where it needs to go, and where you think it's heading um, as we move into uh, the second half of the 2023 season? <clears throat> Absolutely. So yeah, that, that's a good question. And there, there's a lot of different levels of that question you can can kind of unwrap and explore. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, when, when KCBS first introduced a point system for backyard, you know, a lot of people kind of think that that was a good thing. But then you kind of had some people that was like, well, if you introduce a points chase, it's kind of taking away from it being a backyard. And I kind of see both sides of that. Um, sure. However, on the flip side, I think adding the points chase, I think we can all agree, has been one of the best things they've ever done. It's kept backyard yeah. teams entertained. It's having that points chase aspect is pushing those backyard teams to reach out for classes, whether it's in-person, barbecue league videos, you know, watching watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts such as Backyard Matters. Teams are getting more committed to it instead of just being like, hey, let's go try this. and just sticking to local events. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I, there's, and we both see it pop up in Facebook chats where everybody, there's still that group of people that think, you know, backyarders shouldn't be this good. You're, you're, you're taking away from the true nature of what backyard is. You're discouraging teams from wanting to compete, yada, yada. And to an extent I can see that, but when you look at the growth in backyard, that that to me is a null point. The growth is there. Oh yeah. If, if you look at the team of the year standings from when they started it to nail every year, there's been more and more backyard teams added to those standings. When you look at the points the teams are pointing up, you know, I think the first year they started the points race, you only had a handful of teams that broke a thousand points. Compare yeah. that to this year, you've already got I think the top twelve teams maybe are already over a thousand points, narrowing yeah. it down to each other. So right there just shows not only are you having the growth because the points chase is getting bigger and bigger with the amount of teams, but now you're seeing the teams getting more and more, I don't know how to say it, but they're getting more and more relative to each other as far as how good the quality of the cooks are. Well, yeah, sure. You think about it. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. You know, yep. you want to elevate each other. Yeah. And and that's, I'm sure it's like that in, in your all's region, but I know out here in, in the mid-Atlantic, you know, us backer teams, we could, we'll do anything to help one another out. And I know you guys are the same way, but you know, there's been a sense of pride, not to, not to gloat our own horn here, but you know, mid Atlantic region has brought home the backyard world invitational title ever since they've, they started it. So for us, you know, that's a sense of pride for us. And I think, I think having that come back every year has kind of made us closer and want to be better because it's kind sure. of a sense of pride. And that growth has been crazy. Like even the backyard scene here, 
we've seen contests go from the teens as far as backyard to contests now are getting 33 teams with a 10 team waiting list and that's every contest and the majority of our contests are 25 teams and up so yeah we're not quite there um we have bigger comps i mean this coming weekend in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, we're, we've got 2020. 20. Uh, some have dropped off, but there for a little bit, it was like 23, but we're, we're starting to see a lot of movement as far as the numbers go. I mean, like I said, when you look back, like even the last season, you have maybe six teams. Uh, now you're seeing 15 and above. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that we set out to improve on, you know, um, me, Ryan, Travis Farthing, uh josh hess uh you know we've we have been trying to really build this thing here in the midwest because we saw what the south and the mid-atlantic was doing and we envied it we were low-key jealous of it to be honest and we couldn't (laughs) understand why here in where there are so many masters comps every single weekend that can easily have 25 teams you know why wasn't backyard growing on the same level uh it's a different culture and and we're trying to change the culture and i think i'm i think hess will agree with me here we're we're you know, by and large, be, you know, being successful with that, at changing the perception. Well, I think Travis hit it on the head from a camaraderie standpoint. You know, when people show up, it's not, oh, well, you got to unload yourself. And, oh, well, you don't have Tennessee Red. Go figure it out. Or, oh, <laughs> you know, we're going to dinner, but you're not invited or whatever. It, it's more of a let's check in on your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they need. Let's help out. Let's listen. Um, let's give feedback and not feedback that's going to steer them in the wrong direction, but actual honest feedback. And I think when you can pull up somewhere being the new guy or gal or new team and knowing that there's an environment there that's welcoming, it just encourages people to step up, step out, travel a little bit further um, and uh, and help grow the sport. So you're right on, Travis, when you say that for what you guys have accomplished there in the Mid-Atlantic. And it's what we are striving. It doesn't matter where. You know, just as, as yeah. people, just be mm-hmm. good to each other. And it makes all the difference. Yeah. I mean, this past weekend, there was a couple of first-time teams. And, you know, it was just cool watching because one of them was beside us. But the team that was on the opposite side of them was the team that competes regularly with us. And it was cool because we both immediately was like, oh, you're a first-time team? Hey, if you need anything, anything at all, let us know. You know, when they're yeah. getting ready to turn in boxes, we're there assisting them, giving them some pointers. And it wasn't just one team doing it. It was like all the teams that go out regularly are helping these teams. And then you see those teams get a top 10 call. You know, that's insane. They're getting a top 10 call first time out competing against teams that competed 20 plus times. But I think that's a big compliment to the teams that we have in the backyard, both in our region, your region, Alabama, wherever, with that ideology that we all share on trying to grow the sport, making it the best it can be for all competitors, not just for yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, it has, when we first started out, right. And I can't take credit at all for the Facebook group. That was, that was Ryan and Travis Farthing. I came on later into, into that thing. Uh, Ryan and I started the show um, last year and, you know, we started off initially, like it was just, it was Midwest focused. Right. And we just wanted to grow in the Midwest, but what we started to see by the end of our first season of the show and towards the tail end of last year with the Facebook group. And it carried on over in here to the second season of the show and the Facebook group is that it, it started off with something in the Midwest and it has turned into something much more and it has become a, a national movement. And I, and I really, 
it might be unfair or silly to label it as a movement. But if you look at the people who are joining the Facebook group and the people who are listening to the show, we have listeners from coast to coast. I mean, one of the big, for whatever reason, one of the biggest areas, and Josh knows this, that listen to the show is Seattle, Washington. Um, and we try to promote backyard, not in the Midwest, but everywhere and just get people cooking outdoors. You know, it isn't necessarily about competition, mm -hmm. although we are certainly a show uh, that is driven towards KCBS backyard as a competitive circuit, but it's just about getting out there and cooking in general. And I, and I'm really proud of the work that we have done, the work that we are going to do um, to continue to further that goal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The growth. I mean, I remember when you guys started this and it was kind of Midwest focused and, you know, like you said, it's, it's a coast to coast and it is a movement and all other, in all other words, it's a movement. And, and at the end of the day, you're right. Backyard does matter. You know, we're not just, we're not just here to have fun and have a good time and, and show up and see what we can do. This is serious to us. New teams, veteran teams, we all take it seriously. We all want to have fun, support one another, but we take it just as serious as the guys out there spending big monies on Wagyu briskets competing in the pro series. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's been the biggest mindset to get judges and organizers to realize is we're on the same level there with the quality of what we're turning in now. You need to start treating it the same. And right. I think at least in our region, that has been very well established and recognized now. So Travis, so listening to what you just shared with us, where do you think backyard needs to go moving forward? That's a tricky question. I think it's on the right track as far as where it's heading going forward. Um, I think there's still work that can be done, especially in other regions and across the country, on changing people's philosophy and mindset on what backyard really is. Um, I think part of that still kind of surrounds the term backyard. And part of me really wishes that when KCBS threw the point system to it, they would have done a name change in correlation with that. Sure. Yeah, I think. I think people see backyard, they think, oh, well, it's just, it's just Jimbo down the street coming out with his Weber and going to crank out some ribs. He's not taking it serious. You know, I, th I think, I think there's still a lot of work that can be done from an organizational standpoint to kind of change that mantra of that backyard isn't really backyard. It's, it's a two meat pro. That's basically what we're cooking and what we're turning in. Yeah. Um, I think judges need to still get not necessarily schooled, but I think there needs to still be some work done from reps and KCBS on judges to make them realize that they can judge us the same as they can pro series. Sure. It's the same quality food. We put the same amount of work and time and, and practice into it. Um, but I think going forward, I mean, like I said, you look at the growth of backyard, I think, I think it's on a positive upward. And some of that, of course, is the economy right now. It's a heck of a lot cheaper to do backyard. We all know that. Yeah. Um, so and I think, too, a lot of people, when they got into KCBS, immediately jumped into the Pro Series. For one, they just didn't know backyard was a thing. It wasn't that big. There wasn't as many competitions. So for a long time, you had people joining KCBS, but they weren't cooking backyard because of those reasons. So we're getting more and more organizers, especially out in your all's region, who are hosting backyard competitions. Some competitions are going to doubles now. So I think we just got to keep working on getting that growth on the competition side. We got to keep adding more competitions, 
seems like in our region, every time a competition is added, we lose one. So right yeah. now we're kind of at a, a level standpoint. Now, some of our single days have become two days, which has really helped out. Yeah. But, but I think, I think that's where we just got to do it. We just got to focus on that, on that building from the organizer and rep standpoint. I think, I think the membership's there, but we got to keep making sure that organizers and reps keep promoting backyard and keep helping get grow on their end. Yeah. I mean, backyard makes up a very substantial percentage of KCBS membership. I mean, this mm -hmm. is just fact, right? That's just mathematics, right? Which equates to dollars. Okay. As far as the name change, I kind of go back and forth on it. Um, I used to be gung ho, gung ho, gung ho about a name change. I really was. Um, anymore, what we are noticing when Josh and I go to competition is that being backyard isn't a pejorative thing anymore. Um, that there's a point of pride with being backyard because, like you said, there is a a fellowship with backyard and it's growing. It's growing everywhere, and it's especially growing in the Midwest. And we we've noticed that people are taking a pride in being backyard that they don't need. Um, a name change to make themselves feel better about it. If, if that's what KCBS decides to do, then so be it. I mean, we'll support it obviously, mm -hmm. but anymore, I kind of feel like, you know, to be backyard where we have taken what was once a negative connotation and have turned it on its ear to where it's a positive thing. It's something like, okay, we're backyard. Like go ahead and keep downing us. Go ahead and keep thinking that we're not a master's level, uh, cook. And, you know, see what we can do. And if you look at the rib burns that have been going on this season, especially at a, when you have masters and backyard um, dual competitions, guess who's winning those rib burns or at least, you know, placing in the top five very often. It's the backyard teams. Uh, Osceola was no different. Yeah. Three of the five in Osceola on the rib burn on Friday night were backyard teams, you know, uh, go tell JP from Bourbon and Blues that he's a lesser than cook and see mm -hmm. how far that gets you. Um, That's what I it said. is the, the name change yeah. is a slippery slope, but it's just something that you always see popping up somewhere at least sure. once a month in a Facebook chat. And, oh, yeah. and I see both sides of it, and I'm kind of on the same boat as you. I could care less. At the end of the day, it's not going to change what yeah. we're what we've done, established it, and made it. So, yeah, no, I think I think Casey Best is going in the right direction. I think KCBS has really opened its eyes to what backyard is, what backyard can do, uh, and how backyard can bring people into the sport. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? It's not about whether you are cooking masters or cooking backyarders. It's that you're cooking and that you are belonging to KCBS. And that's the goal, right? And I feel like KCBS is really beginning to, to understand that concept, right? It, it's critical that KCBS understands that going forward. Absolutely. Well, Josh, you got anything for Travis before we let him run today? No, I just appreciate his time. I can remember yeah. running into Travis, you know, when we were there in Tennessee and just spending some time together and you just talk about someone that's just open and engaging and it just, you know, likes to listen and have a good time. And, you know, he's that guy. And I, I just thank you for coming on the show. I know you're busy, man. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, I compete with my dad and we've always said, you know, when competition barbecue quits being fun, then we're going to quit doing it. But if you're not having fun and loving what you're out doing, 
then you need to re- reconsider it because it's not something to go out and get all stressed and upset about. Right. At the end of the day, it's something to go out and make memories with the people you enjoy being around. And if you're not doing that, you really need to sit down and think about it. Absolutely. Because yeah. you could spend that money on something else like a yacht. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Travis, you got any uh, sponsors you want to shout out and you also want to give the audience a heads up on where they can locate you on social media? Yeah, sure. So, so we have a lot of sponsors. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go over them all, but some of our big ones is uh, UDSparts.com. Uh, like I said, we, we bid all our own drums for us and a couple other teams and, and they've been great to work with. Um, BoostYourBarbecue.com. Chris Kalsman always keeps us supplied on any rubs, sauces we need. Um, Mike Utz with Utzworks Rubs and Salsas are kind of a regional brand, but he's growing. Um, he just unveiled a killer maple rub that actually took grand both days with the used on ribs. So Interesting. Yeah, that sounds yeah. really good. <laughs> Make sure you write that down, Josh. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, write it down too. I'll send you my address and uh, just send it to me. Absolutely. Um, Mountaineer Meat Smokers, uh, Country Boys Barbecue Supplies us with some, some really top-grade Allegiance Stir Rock Pork products. So just so many great people that help support us and make sure we're having a good time out on the trail. Um, but if anybody wants to check us out, we're on Facebook, Golden Blue Barbecue. That's an N, not an and. Um, gotcha. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, our YouTube channel is just now getting ready to hit 1,000 followers. So if you're not following us, hey, check that out. Congrats. That's huge, Thanks. man. That is very huge. You know what? I, I saw a statistic the other day. It said only, it's only like eight percent of all YouTube channels hit a thousand subscribe or a thousand followers. I so, believe it. I'm believe going it. on right but, now. Hang on, I'm going on right now to subscribe. So I'm Travis, what about uh, what about what about MABA? Um, give the audience a heads up on where they can locate the Mid Atlantic Barbecue Association in case there's people out there yep. in the Mid Atlantic region that are interested in joining. Absolutely. So you can find the Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association on Facebook. Uh, just search the same name or on mabbqa.com. Um, check it out. It's a really nice website. You can check out the team of the year standings for Master Steak Backyard. Uh, you'll see us on there doing pretty good. Um, a lot of our friends, but just a, gr- just a great organization all around. Um, of course, I'm the president of it now, so I'm going to definitely promote it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take over the flag of that that organization if I truly didn't believe it's one of the best ones out there. So well, definitely check yeah, it out if you're in the Atlantic region. So, all right, well, Travis, we really do appreciate you coming on the show today, and we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Absolutely, guys. Safe travels and good luck out there. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. You too. Absolutely. Class act, Josh. Well, and I'm sorry about the music. I went to YouTube and I subscribed to his channel and he had like an awesome song going and I realized my phone yeah. wasn't on mute. So you're welcome, yeah. everybody. But I am now subscribed. So do him a favor and get on there and get subscribed. Yep. Same. I've already I've been subscribed for about a year now. Well, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, really, when you think of what, you know, personally, when I think of Mid-Atlantic, I think Travis Murphy and I have, yeah. you know, really for a long time. Um Really, like I said, class act. He has been instrumental in Backyard Matters, been a supporter of us from day one, and really gave us kind of the initiative to to take this on here in the in the in the Midwest. And Backyard Matters is not a Midwest thing. It's a it's a national thing, right? It's a global thing, I guess, if you want to extrapolate it out that far. But you know, we're growing and we owe a big debt to to MABA 
and and to Travis Murphy in particular for for kind of giving us that um that oomph to move forward with it. I agree. We got anything for the audience before we run today? No, just everyone cooking this weekend, please stay hydrated with water. Yeah, we make yeah. your choices. No heat, heat exhaustion is a real thing, folks. I saw it a couple is. things happen this weekend where I was at competing, and uh, just yeah. just please be mindful. And, and if your neighbor looks like they're struggling, they probably are. Give them a hand. You know, help them out. Yeah, be a good neighbor. Be a good be yeah. a good ambassador for the sport. I mean, I mean, we're saying this like we're being serious, right? This this can't happen. We are in the dog days. We're in a over, you know, you know, triple digit heat. It's not fun to be out there in a pop up. I did that for years. You do that now. I it's still not do fun. It, yeah. You know, it's it's terrible. Like I said, if you see somebody struggling, get them a bottle of water. Get them some ice. Do something. Uh, we don't need your chicken having... to turn in. That's fine. You know. Yeah. 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 We just don't need people uh, out there croaking or having heat stroke at comps. You yeah. know, it's a real just thing. Be, just be just be good humans. Well, this has been another episode of Backyard Matters. I am Zach Daughtry of Breaking Slabs Barbecue, joined as always by Josh Hess of Hess Hogs 4. Thank you so much for listening, and always remember that Backyard Matters. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Backyard Matters. Episodes release Wednesdays at noon, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out our website at backyardmatters.org for merchandise, social media, sponsor links, and more. Backyard Matters is proudly presented by American Fire Barbecue and Grilling Supply, Hey Grill Hey, Flaps 20 Sauces and Rubs, Weekend Bomb Barbecue, Man Meat Barbecue, Double Barrel Barbecue, Addicted to the Q, Smokin' Magic, Trauma Hogs Barbecue, Cordy Meat Processing, and Twisted Steel Steak Appeal. Thanks for listening, and always remember, Backyard Matters.